Well, hey there. Welcome back to the For Jesus podcast. This is our season finale. I'm Luke Simmons, and I'm here with Joshua Reese. Yeah, season finale time. Reese, you made it. That's pretty cool. Finale, I made it. <laughs> finale, you made it. Also, we've got Alessi DeBartolo. Hello. Hi, Hi. What is what in the world? How did we how did we do this? The We're three all amigos. three in the same room again. <laughs> it worked out. It has been a challenge, it's, but it's but it's so good to see rough. you guys. <laughs> Good it's, to see you. Yeah, it's really pretty fun. And so, Alessi, this is cool. You're going to be our special guest today. Yeah. Normally, we don't let the guests talk. We say, hey, you shush it over there until we Pipe introduce down. you. But uh, here you are talking. I'm so talking. It's, I guess it's hard it's to keep me quiet. You're one of the hosts. So yeah. you're going to be our special guest. <laughs> I've got a musical recommendation. But first, we're going to kick it off with uh, something you got to know. So, Reese, you've got something for us you got to know. And uh, stick around to the end of the show, and we'll tell you what's coming next on the show. So. Yeah, I'm excited to find out what's coming next on the me show. Me too. Yeah. Um, so I will stick around as well. But, yeah, it's been a fun ride with you guys. Thanks for listening and tuning in and and we hope that we've not wasted your time so far. So uh, you're still here. So hopefully <laughs> you're one of the ones we felt it wasn't a waste of time. But um, yeah, our something you got to know this week. Um, this is something God's really been pressing on my heart. And I just wanted to share it with um, God's people that are listening. Um, there's just been a lot kind of, I feel like attacking different uh, believers that I've been listening to or, you know, like having spending time listening to and and even our own students and some of the things that they're going through, it just feels like exhausting sometimes. Like I want to, like God, where, where are you and what's going on and what, what's happening in this and what am I to do? Like what, I feel a lot of weight in that. I like to help people. I don't like it when people are sad. I don't like it when they're going through hard things. I don't like it when they're destroying their lives. And so um, I get to see all of that, unfortunately, too much and I feel exhausted. And so kind of as I... <clears throat> was doing a lot of praying because the reason I wasn't here in the last few weeks, I'm just going to come out and say, I, I had uh, COVID, so I was down. I was down. Yeah, and you had it was, pretty bad. It was bad. Yeah. So it wiped me out. Let's talk about who had it worse, you or me. Wait, <laughs> let, no, let's not do that. <laughs> yeah, should. let's not. Let's just talk about <laughs> how amazing it is, though, that it took you this long to get it. I know. I, I feel like if someone that I know was like living <laughs> like they were trying to get it, it was you. It was. <laughs> and it doesn't make and any you sense. Went except, well over a year before you got it. Yeah, I mean, in most things, I'm pretty late to the game on things. <laughs> like I, 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 just started using the bomb, you know, and that was a saying from when I was a kid. Oh, you know? the I'm bomb. like, that's the bomb. Uh, Psych. I, I got, <laughs> I got skinny jeans way after you know they. I think they're on their way out now. I think the baggy are back in, and I just am loving them. So, uh, I'm a little late to the game, but yeah, I did get it. It was horrible, but mm-hmm. in those times. Uh, especially because I couldn't actually meet with anybody or help anybody, and which is what I like to do. Um, I found myself praying a lot, mm. and praying is a is a it, it can feel helpless. Mm. It can feel like I, I want to do more and I want to do these things, and I just um, was reminded that God does work through those ways, mm. and and actually, it's it's the best thing that we can do. And so that's kind of the thing I want to tell you. I just want to read this from Exodus. I just thought it was um, in verse 3, <clears throat> I mean chapter 3, sorry. Verse 7, the Lord says, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt, and this is the one part, and I have heard their cry because of their taskmaster, and I know their suffering. And so I've come down to deliver them out of the hand of Egypt. And I just thought, um, what would happen if they didn't pray, cry out to God? 
what mm. what would have happened if they would have found their own solutions and done this and that. And I just think there's so many times we're tempted to not bring our, our problems to the Lord and even maybe bring them to the Lord, but do something about them ourselves and yeah. fix them. And there's a gift of uh, almost sometimes of being overwhelmed or for my case it was the gift of sickness yeah. um, that was like, gave me an opportunity to go, Lord, I don't trust you in all these ways and I want to, and I, you and you alone can fix these. And so you and you alone have to fix the hearts of, of, of men and women around us. And so mm. uh, that's what we, I just want to like encourage us to like, if you're struggling with something, start pressing on, start pushing on it with prayer and get other people to press on. You know, that's a Paul Miller saying, he says, let's all push on this rock together. And so get mm. other people to push on that rock with you. Mm. Um, well, I love that idea of pushing on the rock together in prayer. Mm. Right. When I first hear that, I think it sounds like, okay, let's get everyone together to brainstorm how to fix it. Yeah. And that's not what that's saying at all. Right. Mm. Yeah. And I'm, I, I don't know. I was just really encouraged by it and I wanted to encourage you guys by it. I, it was exciting to be able to pray for people and, uh, and to be able to kind of go before the Lord and say, dad, would you help? I, I can't. Yeah. So It's interesting. I, I haven't kept an exact tally of the things that we feel like people ought to know, but I feel like more than anything, they've been related to prayer. Yeah. And I think, uh, I don't know, <clears throat> I think there was a time in my life where I would have gone, come on, move on. Sure. And I actually think that the longer you walk with the Lord, the more you realize that that kind of is what the relationship is, is a relationship of prayer. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah, like Second Chronicles, just like, if my people would pray, then, mm-hmm. if yeah. then. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's do it then. Let's do it. Yeah. So well, yeah, cool, I, think I may have already said that to you guys. I just realized that when you brought that up, it's been a long season. No, I so. think I think no. a number of us have brought up prayer multiple <clears throat> yeah, times in different facets. Yeah, yeah. and I, a I think it's cool that that's what the Lord keeps growing us in. Yeah, and B I think it's just a reminder of like you can't stop knowing this. It's mm. and it's not really something like okay I I learned that once and now I've graduated from prayer. <laughs> it's like yeah. no, you just keep going deeper into connecting yeah. with God. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for sharing that, Reese. Yeah. Yep. And that takes us to our interview, our story, which is with Alessi, as we said a moment ago. I've already been, as I've been sitting here, feeling bad about the tease that I gave about the show that's coming, uh, what we're going to do after this, because I... (laughs) I'm nervous. Like, someone's going to let down. Someone's, someone's going to really wait to the end. They're going to be like, oh, I waited. That's it? They led me on. And and here's the reality. We don't know what's <laughs> going to happen. Uh, we don't know what the next phase of the show is. Um, but we know that it's going to involve um, at least one new host because we're losing you, Alessi. Um, not, uh, not just from the show, but from our staff and uh, even sadly from from our congregation here at Redemption yeah. Gateway, not the Redemption family. Nope. And you're going to tell us more about that. Yeah. Um, but we thought it would be great for you to be able to kind of uh, break the news, uh, tell some of the story, as well as reflect a little bit on some of what the yeah. Lord has taught you in your time here at Gateway, mm-hmm. as well as how he's led you through this process. And so um, tell everybody what, uh, why are you... Wh- What's going on? <laughs> what are you doing? Maybe start with, how could you? Okay, <laughs> come kidding. on, come on. Um, it's okay, I have to say, for our guests, it is a different uh, seat when you then become the one being interviewed. So, uh, good job. Way to go, yeah. guys. This is, a, like, my hands are getting a little more clammy than they normally are. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's really, uh, it's, a, it's a God story, which works with what this 
portion usually is. Yeah. Um, so really over the last uh, couple of years, well, I don't know. I feel like you got to go kind of back to me coming here. Um, but um, yeah, well, well let, why don't we, why don't we start there? Okay. So before you were here, yeah. you were teaching at kind of a one room schoolhouse charter school. Thing, yep. Yep. And you were really ready to make a move into yes. something else. Yes. You weren't quite sure what, but I think you had already decided you're ready for yep. something else. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a one room classroom. I was not just the teacher. I kind of filled admin roles, the nurse roles. It was crazy. Um, it kids four to 12 in one room. It yeah. was, it was crazy for three years. I stuck it out for three years that and I was horrible. like, it was, it was rough. I didn't know if I was a teacher, admin, principal. It was, yes, it was yes, kind of, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had, I had a few coworkers along the way, but it just kind of, yeah, it was, I was ready for a transition and I didn't know what that was. And so it kind of is the first, I would say you have a lot of things that happen in your childhood, in elementary years, high school feels really big, mm-hmm. college feels really big. Then you realize they aren't as big when you start getting into the real world and you're like, oh, oh, this is a little different. Sure. Um, and so I think it's been sweet to be in this journey of kind of seeing how the Lord's orchestrating my life. Yeah. Um, and I know I've mentioned um, in previous episodes of like how I thought it was supposed to be or how I yeah. how I um, hoped it would be or what it would look like. And the Lord just kind of had me on this different path. And sure. so um, I was at this uh, this private school charter school. Um, and, uh, and then I started my, my Wheaton program, um, my master's program. And I remember I was like, okay, I got to do something different, but it, there was like this four months that I put in my time for the school. Like I'll finish the school year, but I am gonna, I won't be resigning my contract. And I remember I had four months where I had no idea what I was going to do. And those were like very growing months of, mm. I don't like not knowing and the unknown is, is a, is a crazy kind of like, Oh, what do I do? And I feel like the Lord really worked and moved and it did lead me to gateway. And I remember, and this is the funniest thing to me now, but I remember one of the biggest, like, uh, I don't know, is actually the location of where sure. Redemption Gateway was. And I was coming from um, Phoenix, like, I don't know if any of you know where Phoenix is or like the specific spot <laughs> Re- in Reese, Phoenix, you, I mean. Have you heard of Phoenix? <laughs> I've never been there. I Wait, mean the specific spot. Is Phoenix, <laughs> is that somewhere in Europe? Don't the Suns play there? I feel like I've heard of Phoenix. <laughs> okay, I mean, I was in Central Phoenix. I said that incorrectly, <laughs> but like Camelback area in in Phoenix, and uh, where where like Redemption Arcadia is. Yeah, so literally the school you were yeah, at is yeah, we, at Redemption Arcadia. Yep, we rent we rented space there. Um, so then coming out here, it was you know forty five minutes away from where I knew. Sure. Um, and well, I you remember, grew up in North Phoenix. Yep, and I grew up in North Phoenix. Um. And so this was like a big, like, oh, where do I live? What do I do? Right. Um, and, uh, but I really just felt like, yep, this is what I needed to do. And one of the things, and this goes into like what I've learned, one of the things that I realized I was lacking at this school was community because mm. I was one of the only teachers and I was just surrounded by four and 12 year olds <laughs> and I had few friends, but it was a, it was a lonely season. And sure. so the thing that I was craving most was community. And uh, what more uh, than diving into a community of awesome, godly believers and coworkers. And I remember just walking and my, I remember my first day and it was actually almost two years ago or yeah. coming up on the two year mark. Right. Um, and every, it was just so exciting. And I had like a room full of coworkers and mm. I, I loved it. I thought sure. this was Seth and John took me to lunch my very first day. And I was like, wow. 
I already get like lunch buddies. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't eaten with adults in three years. This is amazing. Um, so it was just like really sweet that immediately there was this uh, community of people around me. And, uh, and I moved out here. I moved to East Mesa and uh, had a great, cute little apartment. And uh, yeah, it's been a been a sweet journey so well I'm so glad you came because I mean I you, I've known you for a long time yeah and um I just had a sense like sh- that you have a kind of um catalytic mm. energy to you mm. like like you're not afraid to start stuff <laughs> you know a little bit like my first time kind of experiencing and watching Reese when I first kind of would see Reese when he was just attending our church mm. there was always just this wake of people behind him um it was all our kids. <laughs> well, it kidding. wasn't just your kids, but there was kidding. just the sense of like, man, people are following and mm. yeah, Greece does stuff and people go with them. And, and I had that same sense of, of, mm. of you. And I knew that you were going through a, a master's degree program on leadership and evangelism. Mm. And we were really needing someone to create some catalytic energy around our community connection yeah. and community ministry. And so it was like, man, I'm so glad. I'm so glad you took the chance. And I really, yeah. there was part of me. I remember when we were first talking about it going, She's never going to move out here to the, to the sticks. I think you said that to me. To the burbs. Um, <laughs> you know, and I, I really thought like, yeah, that is a change. It's pretty significant. And um, I'm glad that, you know, despite moving further away from your parents and further away from the community that you'd had, that the Lord really did provide a, a community mm. here. Yes, absolutely. And I think that's been like one of the hugest blessings and I'm so, 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 so thankful for it. And I have like loved being able to... Um, it's been so fascinating. Like while I've been doing my master's program, just learning about certain things that I can literally use and, and immediately apply in instances here has been so sweet. Dealing with partnerships, making sure that we are, you know, open to the community and we are making um, sure that we're known and we're seen and they know that we are a resource for them as well as them being a resource for anyone that comes into our doors. And yeah. so it's just been so great and so sweet. And um, yeah, and I have uh, um, dived into the community here. So I think yeah. a part of my uh, story is that, you know, being a single girl who totally would have loved to have getting, gotten married and um, kind of enter in a new stage. Um, that wasn't the plan the Lord had for me in this time being here. Um, and so I did what I knew how to do of like, okay, well I have time, so I want to fill it and however the Lord wants me to. And I think that is what I'm so thankful for is that I was here to fill my time. Um, not to, that sounded bad, but I was able to fill my time purposefully. Yeah here with the ministries here and, um, pour into girls here and, um, young adults and, um, or college age or younger and, um, just love on, um, love on the girls here. And it was so sweet how they equally loved me in return. And, um, so, so, so just for people that are kind of tracking with that, I want to kind of let people like, what are you going to do now? And then I want to reflect kind of on what have been some of the highlights, what have some have learned, how did the Lord draw this? But so, so that's where we've been. What mm-hmm. are you, where are you going to now? So Let's, now, yeah. um, so being here, I'm feeling like, okay, do I remain in East Mesa or uh, do I head back to Phoenix? Um, I've been praying about that. Now, w- wait again. Phoenix is where? <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
It's far away. I know it's very far. Um, but what was really interesting is when I did get here, um, when I met the Watts, they had told me, yeah, we're thinking about planting in Phoenix. And I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a second. I just left. Like, why, <laughs> what are you doing? And I remember I was, I started praying right when I heard it, Lord, can I go? Huh. Like, should I go? Like, I know I, I, I'm, I'm learning how to get comfortable here, but it feels way more comfortable mm. in Phoenix. Can like, should I go? Yeah. And it was never a, like, I always needed to wait. And there were kind of continued to be opportunities here that I was like, wait, no, that that's what I need to do. Sure. Um, well, cause where one ended up planting is literally the school where you went to high school. It's where I went to elementary school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The elementary school. Elementary school. Mm -hmm. And so- like That's the school where they meet. Yes. So it was kind of like you moved out here. Uh -huh. They moved up there. They moved five minutes from my parents. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. In my old neighborhood. Yeah, it's hilarious. But even then you sense like, okay, the Lord's not really releasing me to do that. Yep. Yep. And, um, until, um, they actually planted, um, and I still was very rooted here. Um, and I went to a launch team meeting, um, cause my parents did decide, all right, we're going to start going to North mountain. It's in our community. Um, cause growing up, we always went to, um, Redemption Gilbert or East Valley Bible church. So we always kind of were used to driving. Um, yeah. but they were like, Nope, we have a community here or a redemption here. We want to serve here. So I decided to go to a launch team meeting, um, last fall. Um, and I actually met someone, um, that's kind of changed the trajectory of my life a little bit, um, which cool. is really sweet. Um, so Anyway, that has then led me, we'll go back to that in a little bit, okay. but it has led me to just being prayerful about, okay, what are some next steps? Um, and, uh, one day when I was driving, um, I thought, what if I taught again and what, mm. um, what would it be like if I taught in more of a, uh, structured <laughs> school setting, um, and got to teach. Um, I remember I, I, I called my mom and called Michael and was just like, what if I got to teach English or, um, like theater, which I did in high school and in junior high. And, uh, they're like, you know, just see, you never know what the Lord's doing. Just see. Yeah. And so I actually, what also is sweet is because I had gone to North mountain, which was on my elementary school campus, it kind of defunct the weird feeling of going back to your elementary school. Um, mm. so I thought maybe I'll reach out and to that school. Um, it was the same principal that was there when I was there or is there when I was there. And so, um, I reached out and immediately she's like, yes, would love to meet with you. And uh, the position that they actually had been looking to fill was a middle school English teacher. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, that's a little weird. That's, that's what exactly I... exactly what you were thinking. It's exactly what I was thinking. That was my undergrad. Um, and so I met with her. But then it got even more exactly it, what you were it thinking. It got even more exactly what I was thinking. Um, and the other position that they are looking to fill is performing arts for our high school elective. And I was like, wait, 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 wait a second. I can literally be the middle school English teacher and have one class doing performing arts. And she's like, yeah, that's what we're looking for. Because it's a K-12 Christian school, yes. right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm doing sixth, seventh, and eighth grade English um, separate. Um, Which is basically what you studied for in yeah. your undergrad. Yeah, I was in English. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then, uh, performing arts for high school. So I'll even yeah, get to wow. have older kids. And so I was super excited, um, uh, accepted the position and I will be starting that in the fall back in Phoenix. Um, and, uh, and I will be attending Redemption North Mountain. Yeah. So kind of this crazy yeah. web of, which not crazy for the Lord, but web of sure. moving me here. Yeah. And being obedient here and saying yes to all the things here. And it wasn't until his timing when I kind of wasn't really thinking about Phoenix until yeah. um, all of this kind of happened. So yeah. 
Well, it's so it's so cool, and I want to I want to spend some time kind of reflecting on it. Yeah. But you mentioned that at that first launch team meeting that you met somebody there yeah. who changed the trajectory of your life, <laughs> and you mentioned his name is Michael. Yes. So tell us about Michael. Yeah. So um, Michael is my boyfriend, um, and um, he spells his name with a Y. <laughs> yes. Which I think it's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. That's how he's known at our house is yeah. Michael with a Y. Oh, that's sweet. That's or sweet. actually, sometimes we call him Moikel. Oh well, yep. I think <laughs> that's what my brothers uh, called so, him for a little while. Michael, if you're listening. Sorry, <laughs> that's just what we call you. I know you didn't pick your name, He's but, it, used but to it, it is pretty unique. Yeah. In fact, I think his Instagram handle yeah. involves I think his it, name yes. has a Y. In Michael with a Y. So. Yep, yep, yep. We both so, have the funky names. So Michael so was part that. of, he was at the launch team meeting. Yep, Was yep. curious about it. Yeah, and so he was actually going to Redemption Arcadia. It's okay. it's crazy. It is very sweet how our, even our own stories kind of weave. And yeah. we've always wondered, like, was there ever a time that we were in the same spot, but we didn't know it? Or, sure. Um, so, yeah, so he was going to Redemption Arcadia and then heard Josh speak. Uh, and, and he was like, oh, that's what I want to do. That's how I want to be rooted and invested. And, and it was closer to where he's like, he lives. Um, and so he lives about 10 minutes from my parents and, um, yeah. And so he's been going to redemption North mountain and, um, he works for the sons. Um, so that's been a really fun thing of like getting to, um, just see, um, sports and sport world in a new light. (laughs) If you guys know Alessie, she's not like, Hey, did you see the game last night? I mean, that's not her things, but I've increasingly seen her, you know, wearing like son's clothes and I'm like, wait a minute, uh, what's going on there? I know. So, I, uh, I, I know uh, cycling, but now I, cool. now I know basketball a little bit. I can't, I can't say I know it all, but it's hard to be a son's fan. I mean, it's easy oh, it's right, right now. They're, they're killing it. They always let you down and I'm just, oh. I'm throwing it out there. Oh, I had gosh. my heart broke back in the day and I mean, it was really Michael Jordan just, Ripping my heart out. Maybe book everyone's heart. Maybe book and CP3 can help. But they'd get so close. Like, I was like, go KJ. And then, so I've just, I've never recovered from that. It sounds like it. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) 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 Go Suns. We got it this year. So you started dating Michael. Yep. And that's just part of the story. And that you kind of were going, like, it'd be great to kind of be more uh, back up there, closer to him, closer to your family, pursuing those opportunities. And like, I, I feel like when, I don't know, for me, I've dated and I've, um, we actually both have talked about this a lot, but it's just kind of like, yep, you kind of know when you know, and it's like, yep, this is who we want to share our life with. And so it just feels right to kind of move that way. And I think it also, I wouldn't have if it (laughs) didn't unfold the way it did, right? It was very specific to him and to then literally this job opportunity. It was, I couldn't have I want to do this. It was not me like forcing my way. Um, We hadn't even probably like gotten that far in conversation more just like, let's just wait and see what the Lord does. And then it just happened Um, where this opportunity at the school just kind of unfolded. Well, I remember when you came into my office and you said, Luke, I need to talk (laughs) about some things. And and you kind of explained all this and none of it. I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't, expect that day. Oh, I bet Alessi's going to come into my office and talk about <laughs> this transition. But 
but I remembered mostly just feeling excited for you. Mm. I mean, I'm sad because <laughs> I really care about you and I feel like you've been such a blessing to our church. But I also, I think I told you early on, like, I don't think you're going to retire here. <laughs> Seth um, did. Seth was always, <laughs> Seth always was like, you know, in 20 years from now, it's like, whoa, 20 years, I'm still in this job? Like, wow. Yeah, and, I, and I feel like, you know, I, I just, having watched this, it's clear to me that this is the Lord in it mm. and he's moving and, and I really rejoice in that. And I feel like, I think... I think you're a stronger person than you were when you got here. And I Absolutely. know our church is stronger than when you got here. And so I just feel like this has been a huge win and I continue to be a huge Alessi DiBarlo fan. And uh, it'll be fun to see how that goes. And I'm kind of excited for you to get to teach in a traditional setting. Oh, I think that'll be too. an interesting <laughs> experience. Yeah. I bet some of it will be yeah. a lot easier than you've ever had. Yes. And it's probably some challenges too, yeah. but. But yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's a loss for student ministry, eh, Reese? Oh. Yeah, it's a big loss. Um, Are you going to de depress us again? Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. Sheesh. Thanks a lot, Alessi. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> it, it really has been fun um, watching how God's used you here. So watching you walk in, I didn't know you from Adam. I just knew you were Bartolo's daughter. Um, and so I was like, we'll see. And then you've just kind of, dove into relationships and caring for people and in good ways. And, uh, you know, I've enjoyed all the partnerships that you've created with, you know, for students with mm -hmm. other people in our community, which is what your job was. So I appreciate <laughs> that. Um, but then just getting to know you personally, it's been a blessing. Mm -hmm. And then you joined student ministries and we're doing that, killing that. Got a rogue team of girls that, <laughs> um, I think they hand selected you. They kind of did. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, they they ganged up and said, "Hey, Leslie, will you will you do this?" And yeah. she said, "Yeah," which makes one, my job I easier. I had one asking me for a good year before I said yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> so I know they're sad, but um, I think you. Well, I know you're leaving well, like mm -hmm. in in how you've left them and where they're at, and talked to them, and then good relationships. That's what good relationships are. They hurt when mm -hmm. things change. Yeah. Because you're close, and so. Yeah, we'll feel it in student ministries, and we just appreciate you. But I'm excited. I'm also curious, are you doing anything over at North Mountain for them in the kind of light of work that you're doing here? I hope so. Um, I've talked to Watt a little bit um, and said, you know, hey, I would love to. I have connections while I or while I have them. I don't think those are going to go away because they're relationships. Um, sure. But, um, yeah, I think it'd be really sweet to be able to – yeah. you know, put on some serve days or, you know, and I was like, don't worry, I can do it for free. Like I'd like to volunteer as my job. And he's like, wait, really? Cool. And uh, so, yeah, so we'll see. But I also have, I, I have loved student ministry. And so um, I've also said like, as soon as that happens, like, let me know. And I'll, uh, I'll be, I'll uh, lead your first group of girls. So yeah. um, there's definitely a lot of things that I'm excited. I think well, this kind of goes into something that I've learned is I've just seen such the benefit of community within mm. church. Um, I think it's been, it was a, it was a challenge growing up being 45 minutes away um, sure. from a church and um, for a lot of that, not driving. And then when I was driving and being a new driver, driving 45 to an hour, sure. there wasn't a lot of um, uh, community uh yeah enforcement or I don't know. It just, but I think that is something that I've seen the value in. Well, you probably had Christian community through school. 
yeah. through some other things like that to yeah. some degree. Not in high school because I went to yeah. public high school, but yeah, in in certain areas. But you're but you're kind of day in day out mm-hmm. community of faith wasn't really the same people you would sit with no. on a Sunday. Right, right, yeah. right. Um, and so that has been something that I've seen just completely um, shift and change in my life, and that's what I'm I'm so excited that. That's not going away. Yeah. Like when I go to North Mountain, I don't want to just sit and like let it yeah. um, serve me. But like, okay, how can I get plugged sure. in and how can I um, join this community? And and it's sweet. There does seem to be a lot of young adults and um, some a lot of new married couples. And um, yeah. so it'll be it'll be a sweet community. I think I'm excited. That's so, really cool. Yeah. So when you think back in your time here, any uh, any highlights stand out for you? Oh yeah. Um, Man, um, it's interesting. I, I think I think one thing is just the beautiful timing of me coming on staff um, because I was on staff for about eight, nine months and then COVID hit. Right, yeah. um, you were an all-star in COVID. <laughs> well, that is one of my like sweetest highlights, not because of anything I did, but being able to see um, you, being able to see the church, like be the church mm. um, was um, such a, testament of, of just the people here. And I feel like that's when I fell in love, like with the community here is during COVID. Um, because instead, so M25 once a month collection, um, in, instead of doing it once a month during COVID, we ramped it up to once a week and let's, let's do this. And, uh, it was so amazing. Just the stockpile of things that you guys would bring in. Um, and our partners were in desperate need because they're people that were coming to the centers could not stockpile things. Sure. And, uh, and so to be able to just go and serve and, um, deliver these, um, um, items. And it was so fun for me to be able to like be in community still, um, um, living alone and, um, being mm-hmm. kind of away from a lot of people to be able to have an entire day where I got to see a few people yeah, and one, we one day free from the zoom calls. <laughs> yes. And we, and we stocked up our cars and we took them to our partners and all very carefully and wiping everything down. And, um, but it just was a, I think that there was a, I think like three or four months that we did that pretty consistently. Mm-hmm. And that was, um, that was huge. And just that even, um, just the response of volunteers and, um, yeah. like listening to me, like trying to get this together. I think that was definitely, um, definitely a highlight. The other highlight actually was my first fuse. Um, mm. I wasn't in part of, uh, excuse me, I wasn't a part of, um, student ministries yet that I got to shadow at Fuse. And um, I was a kid that did not always love summer camp growing up, um, probably because of the lack of community that I felt, just being distant. And, you know, that's a whole nother story. But um, I think there was something so sweet and powerful about Fuse. And I got uh, thrown into uh, Susan Gradup's group and she didn't know me at all. And she completely put her arms around me and we sat on the couch and we chatted all that night and we talked to those girls and it was just something so sweet to see how the girls, um, uh, uh, just love their mentors. And, um, I loved that people in the congregation were opening their houses, um, to have groups of students over and they were serving them and loving them. And I was like, I've never heard of this. And Mm. this is amazing. And it wasn't like we're adults. We don't talk to you. It's like, no, we love you. We want to pour in, we want to invest. And I was like, this, this is amazing. This is the heart of this church is so beautiful. And I want a part of it. I want to, I want to be here. And so, um, I love that memory. Um, 
I also got to be a part of Surge, um, and that was really great. Um, I also got to lead an RC. There's so many things I feel like that yeah. I have these sweet uh, <clears throat> memories, and um, I've made sweet friendships that um, I would have a girl over almost every night of the week, um, and we'd have either tacos or, well, I had a lot of Mexican food. <laughs> it was tacos, enchiladas, Mexican salad, like you name yeah. it. But um, no, it's just so many um I have so many sweet, sweet, sweet memories here. Reese, I, I kind of thought she was maybe going to say the time that you had her on the All Right Show. Oh, like, gosh. I, I was Zoom waiting day. for it, but I was like. She skipped that. Oh, I did skip that. That was it, In case anyone's hilarious. wondering, uh, that's not Michael. <laughs> <laughs> he no. was at a wedding. I saw him sitting the right guy that, behind the, the yes, guy that Jordan. she did was, the blind date with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While I was with Michael. And I le leaned over and I was like, this faced. is great. This is like the, the moment. It was, supposed to, it was supposed to work out. Remember I told you, I said, just imagine if it works out, how crazy this will be that. Uh, yeah, you said that because of COVID. I think I didn't think by the out. end of that, it didn't work out. People were pretty sure it wasn't going to work out. <laughs> well, we all knew. I think Jordan knew. I think Alessi knew. Yeah, you know, it wasn't, we all knew. It There's no hard be. feelings. But I appreciate no. you doing. Has that. Michael that watched great. that? He hasn't watched it. No, I actually asked him the other day. I was like, "Did you ever watch that?" I don't He's know like, why. No, if I were him, I wouldn't want to. I don't think. Yeah, I think I wouldn't He's care. Fine. I mean, he knows great. about it. Even the whole date was just fun. It was. It was funny. He was a good sport. It was about. 10 minutes too long. <laughs> sure. Oh, was it? Well, I mean, I told him to I'm go on a date kidding. and film it. So that's what I, no, it would, that's what I did. Being on the date was long. Just like, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, that's what both, I mean. You guys, both you guys were great. <laughs> you guys saw the speeded up version, but. Right. You guys were great sports because I yeah. seriously, both, neither of you knew, obviously that's a blind yeah, date. Yeah. Or hey, why I got you a were free dinner it. out of it. He's like, what am I doing? And I'm like. Just film your date, but <laughs> we don't, we, I, that's the first time I'd met him. I know. Was dropping out food to him. So. I remember when you brought me my food, you're that's like, so I don't know, but just, just have fun just with, roll it. with it. Just roll with it. Well, and I, feel I like, just met him. <laughs> I feel like to some degree that embodies just the attitude with which you've sort of had in yeah. this process is like going, you know what? I'll try stuff. Oh, daily dose. Sure. I'll try it. Oh, announcements. Oh, I I'll those. try that. Uh, oh, this, that, you know, like you're. And what I've loved is like, you're not, um, you've never been sort of clamoring for like, I need to be important. I need a platform. I need this. Um, but your willingness to serve has made it where I think people have felt very comfortable going, Hey, do you want to give this a try? And you go, yeah, sure. I'll give it a try. And so that's just been really neat. Oh, thank you. I so, have, I have, I did love doing daily doses and announcements were fun too. That, that kind of, I kind of hedged on my reporter, uh, <laughs> theater days, which right. was, which was fun, but yeah. yeah. So you mentioned of the value of community, any other kind of, uh, big lessons, big takeaways from your time here? Mm, absolutely. Um, it kind of goes with, um, service. Um, I, and I, I think I talked about this on an episode here, but I feel like this line still um, rings true of kind of how I view service now. Um, so I mentioned it was this podcast that I listen or um, sermon I listened to by Louis Giglio. And he kind of talks about these seven supernatural truths that we should live our lives by. And the one that is just kind of stuck in my head was I serve at the pleasure of the king and to say yes. Um, and I am so glad that I say yes, or I, I have said yes, um, said yes to the, to the all right show, funny blind date to say, to, you know, not take myself so seriously to say yes at, at challenges, the things that make me uncomfortable. And, uh, that's what I'm trying to do now is say yes to moving again and to, 
to sure. um, going back into a teaching position, which I can sometimes feel a little PTSD from, but sure. um, just continuing to say yes. And um, also just, um, I would say I am so thankful that I got to um, be under such wise leaders. Um, and um, I feel... Who, who are they? <laughs> where? What? what? I want that. So my first year um, was Seth. Seth. That was the wise... And that was the wisdom. I, nah, just half. Um, but no, my first year I was under Seth, and I think like it was just so... Um, um, I feel like I learned so much about myself, about it being okay to be weak um, and that it's actually okay for us to be soft and we don't have to be these hard um, people um, just to make things happen. And um, I feel like he was able to, we just had so many rich, deep conversations. Um, And then the second half was you. um, And I loved, I I just, I feel so incredibly blessed and thankful that I literally got to learn from you and Seth. Mm. Um, And uh, I I know um, that I probably won't be in another position in my life to kind of be under, um, these thoughtful, godly men. And I just feel so overwhelmed um, and thankful that um, I had a great father and I've been able to continue to learn from other godly, wise men um, of just how to be, how to be a better woman, how to be, um, I hope someday a better wife and um, how to be um, more like Jesus. And so um, I hope that I can be more and more like Jesus in any, um, in any place that I go and, um, and I hope girls that I get to meet with and talk to, um, want to be more like Jesus, not want to be more like me, but want to be more like Jesus. Um, and so, um, yeah. Well, I think that is a perfect place to spot or to, <laughs> to spot, to stop. Um, Alessi, we're really thankful for you. You've been Thank a huge you. blessing to me, to my family, to our church, and, um, we're going to miss you for sure. I'll miss you guys. So uh, for those of you wondering kind of what's going to happen in terms of Alessi's role, uh, Mark Burns, who's been leading our facilities team um, previously, uh, before moving back to Arizona last year, had been on the mission field in Turkey for the last 15 years. And so he's going to actually step into a role leading community and global ministry. And uh, we're excited about that. He's going to try to kind of build off of the foundation that Alessi's created. And uh, we're excited about what that will be for him. And and it really, I think even that feels a bit like, the Lord knew yep. how this was going to be arranged. Absolutely. Um, I mean, we didn't have to go, oh man, what are we going to do? We have <laughs> no one who's ever thought about, you know, community engagement and mission. It's like, gosh, the Lord brought someone a year ago yep. who's perfect for that. So that's what's going to happen there. So, um, and like we said with the podcast, we're not exactly sure where it's going to go, but um, it won't have you. Elijah, so <laughs> nope. uh, we'll miss you. So with that, let me close with a uh, recommendation for a song. And I know um, the other guys here are super, super stoked about this song. Um, But this is a song, it's, you know, right now as we're recording. Oh, well (laughs) done. Did you mean to press that button? Some people are like, wait a minute. No, we've had these buttons this whole time. That was a perfect accidental press of the button. Alessi, way to go. Sorry, just. So just to set this up, uh, this is not a worship song, um, but it's, you know, it's summer now. It's, it's the beginnings of summer. And for me, having grown up in Colorado, every time I get to the summer, I think about Colorado and I listen to a lot of John Denver music. So a lot, a lot of Rocky Mountain High and sunshine on my shoulders, a lot of different stuff. And so I was just listening to this song recently and I was like, this is such a good song. It's obviously an 
well, it's John Denver, so it's a very old song, but it's just beautiful. I love the imagery of it, mm-hmm. and I think it's just a gorgeous song. And so it's Annie's song is the name of it, Annie's song, and uh, I thought I'd recommend it. So here we go. Feels fitting for the end of our show today. You said this is from the 70s? You fill up my senses Like a night in a forest Like the mountains in springtime Like a walk in the rain Like a storm in the desert Like a sleepy blue ocean you fill up my senses. Come fill me again. So there you go, Annie's song by John Denver. Well I just, done. I think, I think he's playing a twelve-string there, and it's just beautiful mm. at the beginning. And uh, and actually, I heard the story of this song. Is uh, he and his wife Annie had gotten in this huge fight, and he kind of went, "I'm an idiot. What am I doing?" <laughs> ah. And while he was kind of you know, processing his idiotness, he went out on this mountain and wrote that song in about 15 minutes and just kind of was remembering what he loved about his wife and reflected on that. And, and I feel like if, if you've ever been in love, that's what that song sounds like. It sounds like being in love Mm. and it sounds like summer and it sounds like being outdoors. And so I just think it's the perfect song as we kick off the summer and uh, as we, I guess, uh, say goodbye to season two. That's pretty so. great. That's a pretty great uh, stories are always better. With you see, I like better. it. I like it so much more now. I knew I would. Yeah, before we recorded, you guys were rolling your eyes and laughing at <laughs> no, me. No, that's I, fine. Just I think a little groovy. Said, I think Alessi said, "This is a sounds like a song my dad would like." <laughs> Am I not? Which was her way of saying you sound old. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Which hey, you oh. know what? I'll take it. I'll Sorry, take Dad. It. I guess you're old. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. John Denver's got a specific sound, so. <laughs> so uh, with that, I think that's the end of season two. Uh, Alessi, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Reese. This has been awesome. Glad yeah. you're back and yeah. uh, kicking. Yeah, we love Healthy. you guys and um, praying for you guys. Yeah. All right. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you yeah. next time. All right. Goodbye.